This podcast replay is brought to you by HialeahParkCasino.com. From the loosest slots in the state to one of the most comfortable poker rooms in South Florida. Enjoy their smoke-free casino at HialeahParkCasino.com. All righty. Welcome aboard. Yes, sir. You're not going to stop me. You could try to contain me, but you can't stop me. That's for damn sure. We are at Hylia Park, leg elevated and all. I'm on my scooter and everything. Uh, it's called a, uh, a knee scooter is what that's called. And by the way, I, uh, I, I, we definitely purchased one that it, these knee scooters suck. Okay. For those of you that don't know, I had foot surgery. So I uh, am now in a process of about a six-week rehab and uh, really can't put much weight on it for two weeks, right? Uh, although everything, I went, I went to check it out today after the, I had the surgery on Tuesday. So today, was it Tuesday or Monday? It was Tuesday, right? I think it was Tuesday. Yeah, because we didn't do the show Tuesday. And so uh, had a check today. They cleaned out all the, the bandages and the blood and all that guts and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I was uh, oozing out, and um, actually it was pretty clean, pretty cl- pretty good actually, considering uh, everything. So uh, he said everything was kosher. They took the X-rays. Everything is normal. Okay. The only th- the one thing I've learned is that knee scooters are uncomfortable as hell for your knee. So I don't know if anybody's had one of those. Uh, uh, Anybody's had like a lower leg injury that you ever bought one of these knee scooters? Uh, I think I'm going to have to return this one because I got to get something better because I got to tell you, dude, that is uncomfortable. They're not going to make them comfortable because then people like me would just go buy one just to have. Well, they do that already. I know, but I'm not I buying see, I've seen how comfortable you've been. I'm not going to buy that one. I'm going to. Well, yeah, this one's not good. <laughs> um, but I, I'll tell you, I've seen it in airports where they're cruising around on their luggage, you know? I almost bought one of those luggages. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's uh, pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, no, this one is not comfortable. That's all I can tell you. So now I got to go on Amazon and go look for a knee um, dolly or whatever the hell I called it right now. Scooter, knee scooter. And... Uh, and all that good stuff. But it is, it helps you get around, bro. Does help you get around. Man, you gotta have that knee scooter. I'll tell you that. Oh, that is, you know what, let me take this one off. I don't think it's, I don't think the towel is good for, for the uh, laying of the leg there. All right, anyway, so, uh, good afternoon, one and all. David Faronis will join us at four o'clock. So we'll talk a little Dolphins with him. We are awaiting uh, the NBA trading deadline ends at four, if I'm correct, right? Three? Oh, at three. Oh, I thought it was four. Why is it that I thought it was four? So then if they're done, I have not heard anything. I, I, I really didn't want the Heat to, to make another move. I don't really want them giving up a whole bunch of uh, assets. And the funny part was, you know, it's the hilarious part is – uh, people, uh, let, let me just, re, you know, let me just enlighten most of you out there. Nobody wants Tyler Hero. I, I, I love the, it ended at three? Okay. I love the Heat fan that thinks that there's like some kind of market for Tyler Hero or something. 
I, I find that one hilarious. Like, if there's a market for him, it's a garbage market. Nobody wants him, so you're not going to get much offered for him. And they really don't have a lot of things that you want to move. You know what I'm saying? They got pretty much rid of the dead weight that they were going to get rid of, and now that Jimmy Butler is at least trying, I guess you'll ride out the rest of the season with him. You know what I'm saying? But that's about it. I mean, nobody really wants Tyler Hero, you know? Tyler needs to go through, like, a couple of years of staying healthy and kicking ass. And then I think that will convince people if, you know, maybe at that point, then you really want to keep him, obviously. But if you really ever think that he's a tradable piece, you know, a sexy piece, because he's not, unfortunately, you know, I get I get. Some of you are still waiting for the Tyler Hero with the scowl from the from the bubble to appear, and that's just not going to happen ever. It's never really going to happen. He is what he is. But let's not try to make him what he's not. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, you know, it is what it is. What are you going to do? No, in reports, too, the only name that came up for the Heat. Caleb. Caleb, that was it. Caleb Martin for the Kings. That was the only team that had anything... Looking at that situation. And if I tell you, you could trade for Tyler or Caleb, who are you trading for? Caleb. You like him as a player, and you like his contract a lot better. You know what I mean? Caleb's problem now is that he can't stay healthy. That's actually his real problem now. He's very injury prone is his problem. That's really the issue there, you know, for Caleb. But, um, yeah, uh, not much. So also Brett Dodger, no, not gonna happen. Well, what's he? What's Brett Dodger? He said, Big O, any chance that Sean would piggyback you while you're wounded? Yeah. No. Oh, piggyback? Yeah, all firemen's carry oh, him like to me. safety, but I will not. Yeah, you know, no. I'm not gonna sit around and carry him from post to post. Yeah, no, definitely not. No, definitely not. Definitely, I wouldn't do that to the man. That would kill him, by the way. <laughs> that would kill him. <laughs> Oh, Lord. You give me the grocery cart uh, scooter. We'll put you in the basket there and we can go. go. Yeah, I do have a little basket. I can yeah, actually. yeah, you do. I saw that little thing. I do it. Nice. By the way, Bitcoin over 45000 You know, only a matter of time, man. Come on, man. I mean, give me a break. It's uh, the, the outflows from GBTC. You know, I was, uh, I was going back and forth with SoCal Derek. Who I, I love SoCal Derek before I rip him apart. Um, cause you know, this is a ripping apart of, of love, you know what I mean? But it is going to be a ripping apart cause I was talking Bitcoin and, you know, and, and like, there's this big billionaire that says, well, you know, Bitcoin is, you know, cause they're all coming around now, you know? And, uh, and so he's like, well, they're trying to fool you. And I'm like, yo dude, enough already with the Bitcoin negativity. You know what I mean? It's like, so Calderic and some of you out there, you, you are just so programmed and you're just stupid and again i do it with all love so calderic you know you're a dumbass when it comes to money and you know bitcoin uh like a lot of you out there by the way you're with so calderic you know a lot of you are dumbasses you know but that's all right i'm not a financial advisor i'm not telling you anything but that's fine you know what i mean it is what it is i know where we're going you know what i mean you know as I tell him yesterday and I tell you guys out there, you know, they printed $30 trillion of 
U.S. money, you know. 30 trillion. They've killed the value of our dollar. Absolutely killed it. But, you know, that's all right. Do the math. There's only 21 million Bitcoin, but trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars. Yeah, no, that's really productive. Uh, so stay stupid out there. You know, it's, it's all good. It's all good. We're going to see how it turns out. And, you know, it's already turning out in the way I'm saying it. But, you know, all the smart people, rich people and all that, they're all in. So it was nice to see it get back over 45. It should be headed to 50 very soon. So let's do a little roll call. Luis Benito is in. Carlos Lorenzo is in Baja, California, Mexico. Great place to hang out. True Fin Fan is in. He's checking in to the Farters Anonymous. Is it really anonymous? No, it's not. Uh, not when you take pride in it, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Brooklyn Rob says, good afternoon, Big O and Sean. Hope everyone bought the dips. I loaded up on Bitcoin, ETH, Avalanche, and Sailor. Hey, Thaler. Hey, did that, guy, did that guy load up on Sailor when he was complaining about it falling and it was into the four cent? And I said, man, I got to get, I, uh, yesterday I got it at, at four cent, at four two, at like four five, loaded up and it went all the way to six today. It went up to like 50%. It's now up like 30% or something, five eight. But everybody that jumped on it yesterday on that dip, you're already making money off of it. You know, got you got to be patient in this. You got to be strong. And if you believe in it, you did your homework, you'll be good. Steven Gonzalez is in the house. I'm feeling good. You know, I no Percocets, no painkillers yet. I have not taken any painkillers. So that's actually uh, pretty uh, impressive so far. Now, I have not had pain, to be quite honest. The most pain I have is when I get on this stupid knee scooter and my knee be starts to hurt because... That thing is uncomfortable, dude. It's like, uh, uh, although they told me that everybody complains about a knee scooter because your knee's not used to being in that position, so it eventually, you know, you start to complain. So that's kind of what's going on. That's my problem with it. NorCal is in the house. Angelo De Jesus. Uh, this being uh, at work without the show just sucks. I'm listening to yesterday's show to make sure I didn't miss anything. Thank you, Angel. Thank you, thank you. Time listening is very important for Sean and myself. Uh, Robert T., Gus Gus1388, Jamie Zoria out in California in San Jose. Hoping everybody has a great day. Ray says, uh, why are some people shocked or pissed that the Heat didn't make any moves? Uh, what are they going to even trade for, even trade away outside of Tyler Hero? Nothing. Nothing. And Tyler's not really a, a sexy piece to anybody. They won't give you anything for Tyler Hero because you have to pay him too much money. Uh, One-Eyed Jack is in. I'm ready for the offseason to start so we can see how this roster is going to shape up. We'll start finding out once free agency. You know, once once we get into free agency and we find out you know, this is how the process is going to get, and especially on the show, because I don't like dealing, like, I'm watching already people do mock drafts. That's the dumbest shit in the world. Why are you doing a mock draft? We haven't even had free agency yet. You know? It's, that's some dumb shit to be doing a mock draft. 
And so I, you guys know on this show, we don't deal with the silly hypotheticals and start talking about what ifs. And let's find out, is Saquon Barkley going to re-sign with the Giants? Is he going to become a free agent? Is he tradable? You know, like that. Derek Henry, where, where is he going? You know, all that. Let's find out. Once we approach free agency, we're going to know who's going to get tagged and who's not, who's available, who's not. And then we go through free agency and we figure out who gets picked up, and then we can start to focus on the draft. Because now we know what we've done in free agency. Now we know where they possibly need, possibly, because it's not a sure thing, need to go in the draft. But you don't, you don't start doing mock drafts now when you haven't even had free agency. I get it. Writers and websites and all these people. They need clicks and all that. Like I'm watching, uh, I'm scrolling through uh, Twitter now, right? And Pro Football Network has Dan Marino saying, you know, Dan Marino would like to see the old logo back because he likes how they look. And that's the tease, right? But they leave out the most important part of the interview that he says, Stephen Ross, I don't think we'll ever do it because it's his baby. But, you know, that's not good for clicks, you know, they, they need clicks from you. So they want the Dolphin fan. Oh, Marino thinks, you know, he wants to bring it back. And so you're dumb enough to click into it and get suckered into it. And that's all they do in this world. They just want to sucker you into everything. Okay? Including the U.S. dollar. Derek, SoCal. Anyway, so, you know, it's, it's just this is the world we live in. They just want to sucker your ass into all this stuff. And they don't just tell you the truth. Okay? Marino said he thinks it'll never happen. That's the truth. That's the storyline out of all that, which was super depressing, by the way, to hear that Marino thinks Stephen Ross would never do it because that's his baby. The whale is his baby. The effing whale is his baby. Okay? That's ridiculous. That's where we're at. And that, to me, was the storyline out of it. But see, that's where we live in this world where they just want to work the clickbait, unfortunately. You know what I'm saying? It sucks, man. It really sucks that they just want to work that clickbait. But, hey, Pro Football Network or everybody else, they kind of do the same garbage, right? They got to do whatever they think is going to get clicks, not because it's actually giving you the credible news out of it. Now, let's trick you to get you into it. Uh, let's see. No doubt is in the house. Think Blue Dodgers in L.A. says it's sunny again. Good for you guys, man. Man, you guys just get too much bad weather. Enough already for California. Uh, thank you, Brian. The recovery is uh, going as well as it could, man. Um, been able to sleep. No pain. So it's good. Ray is out in central Jersey. Uh, not dancing with the wife yet, Ray. Not yet. Not yet. Couple months. Jay Gelfin says two wins and two nights for the Heat, seeing potential chemistry. They played the 10 win Spurs last night. Let's, you know, let's relax. Huh? Who are the Spurs? Yeah, I know, but again, that's. It's one of those games, 
you, you just don't, you, you don't get ready for the team. You don't get up for them, and then they bite you in the ass, you know? So I, uh, Jay, I need a, a lot more winning to start feeling. You know what I feel good about? Jimmy's actually trying. So that's what I feel good about. By the way, can we talk about something, um, something that consistently develops with the Miami Heat, and it doesn't matter who the hell you are, which proves how awesome, how freaking awesome this franchise is, okay? All right, so let me ask you something. Did Ronnie Cycli not get better? He did, right? It wasn't even with these guys, right? Keith Askins grew up in this, in this business, in this, in this franchise. They did a nice job of developing players early on, right? Grant Long had a great character and developed but then when Riley and company took over, it was different, dude. It was Tim Hardaway resurrecting his, a.k.a. selfish career is what they said he was over there and all that. And he came here and he played the best basketball of his career. It's Isaac Austin losing 100 pounds and becoming a terrific player and getting a contract from Orlando and never playing like that again. But with us, he excelled. You know, it's watching, it's watching Keon Dooling lose his way and come back here and find it and go on. It's watching Hassan Whiteside, who was a, a jagoff, a, a loser, actually play some half-decent basketball here, the best he ever played here, just like James Johnson. And it doesn't matter if you're Chris Bosh. You will come here and you will become a three-point shooter. It doesn't matter if you're LeBron James. You will come here and you will learn to play in the post more to improve yourself as a player. It doesn't matter if you're Dwayne Wade. They will make you a better shooter. It doesn't matter if you're Caleb Martin or James Johnson. It does not matter who you are. You will improve as a player. Nobody but nobody ever made Jimmy Butler a three-point shooter. Somehow or another, he has become a more productive three-point shooter with the Miami Heat than he has ever been in his entire life. It's a lot easier to get the guy, Duncan Robinson, who's done nothing to do something. Not to do what Duncan's done. That's special. But I'm just saying, a lesser player, get them to become a slightly better player, you can do that. But when you start making even stars better than what they are, then you're reaching the ultimate player. It's a lot easier to reach the scrubberini, the guy that's dying to break into the league. They're going to listen to you. They're going to listen to every word you're saying because they need the damn job. Superstars... When you make them do things that is out of their comfort zone and then they start to improve in those areas, you know, that goes to coaching. And watching Jimmy Butler, who is, what's he, is he aiming for 50%? He's like at 40 or something like that, something stupid, right? He's like at a stupid percentage right now, Jimmy Butler, for a three-point shooting. Give me the exact number, Sean. But it's like a ridiculous number right now for him. Ridiculous. It's good for anybody. Ridiculous for him because he is not a competent three-point shooter. Okay? 
not a guy that you really want shooting a three-pointer. Every once in a while in a go-to situation, it's kind of like Josh Allen. Josh Allen is inaccurate on a consistent basis, but he has like a clutch gene to him at times that he will make a throw that you really need. And, you know, he has that tendency of doing that. I'll give him credit for that. Yeah, he will be erratic and he'll throw and all that stuff. Where is it at now? Because you're, you're like going like, I saw you shaking your head going like, oh, I see. Okay. I thought, it was, I thought you were already freaking out like, holy crap. Bitcoin like a rocket? What's going on? It, it, hit, it, it went even more? What's going on, Lisa? Let me see. Let me see. Okay, 45, 575, not bad. We're headed to we're headed to 46. We'll be going to 50 soon. We're going to 50. 44%. That's stupid. That's just that's just absolutely ridiculous. Is what? 32% career average and he's at 44 now. Okay? I mean, that that's pretty amazing, man. I got to say, pretty damn amazing. And give the Heat credit, man. It doesn't matter who you are. You'll come here and you're Caleb Martin, and you'll turn your career and your and your, your Max Struess and your Gabe Vincent and all, all, all the – Gabe Vincent will place better here than he did with the Lakers, right? I mean, it, it really is amazing. And then when you're watching Jimmy Butler actually hit threes – it's like their teaching is awesome. Like, that's, they could probably teach me speed reading better than L. Ron Hubbard. I probably lost a bunch of you on that one. Anyway, uh, let's see what else. Um, remember, boys, if you got some trees to blaze, let it play. Okay, there you go. Uh, is that the one that Jalen Phillips is on? He's probably got a better one than I do. He probably was smarter, and somebody bought him one, and they probably had, like, a killer one. Uh, this one my wife bought in desperation, went to Walgreens, and uh, not good. No goo. No goo. It gets me by, but it's kind of mediocre, I have to say. So I'm going to have to uh, make a move. Make a move and make a zoom. Gonna have to return this one. It's not that good. Uh, let's see. Ray Sosa in. Giovanni. Lisa Rose. Que talento. Big O, how do you feel about the last two new coaches we added to the defense? I am I think you need to listen to the shows the last couple days and on Monday. And uh, I'll explain that it's not a it's actually not a big deal, nothing to worry about. It's all good. That's really not the problem. But I break it all down for you there thoroughly, my man. Thank God the Raptors traded for Kelly Olynyk. I know, right? When I heard that story, I'm like, really, you're trading for Kelly Olynyk? That's ridiculous. Dub MC says, big O proud of you. I just watched a YouTube documentary about the Marlins from 9703. Man, Huizinga ruined us. Oh, because he actually did it? <laughs> he spent money? Yeah. Yeah, he actually, yeah. He, uh, he tried early on, and then he backed out. I think he didn't like the business of baseball. I think he had, like, a, a, um, a foresight of it and said, 
yeah, this model is you have to put way too much money in it in order to get out of it, you know? And that's probably why he backed out of it. I mean, billionaires are billionaires for a reason. Okay? More often than not, they're not making stupid decisions. Popeye, Robert T., Cosa Nostra, NorCal says, riding and burpees again during the show, hoping everyone's kicking ass today. You are, NorCal. You're always kicking ass. Ray Sosa, potential chemistry for the Heat. Ha ha. Chemistry against the mediocre Magic Spurs and Wizards team. Yeah, I, I, uh, I need to see a lot more before I start getting pumped up about the, uh, about the Heat. I agree, oh, just saying they're healthy overall and Spo gets to play with his combinations. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, and, and Jimmy's trying. <laughs> really, Jay, you and I know that that's the key. Jimmy doesn't give a shit about the regular season, and he's trying. So that helps. The Shaq days were fun, Dub MC. Ocala Joe says, Orlando, agree with you on avoiding those pain pills. I've had six knee surgeries and never took any poison to the stomach. It's just... Uh, I'm not big on on medication, I've, and I've never been big on pain pills. You know, um, I, I just and it doesn't matter what I've had, any kind of injury that I've ever had, and I've never broken a bone. But thank the Lord. But I've had some injuries, uh, and they've required. You know, they give me pain medicine, and I tell you, I shit you not, ninety nine percent of the time I never take the pain medicine. I never take the pain medicine. I deal with the pain. You know what I mean? It's got to be the kind of pain that doesn't allow me to sleep. If it's that bad, then I'll, then I'll be forced to take it. But it hasn't happened. I don't take kidney stones. I've had them twice. Never took one painkiller for a kidney stone. Okay? And kidney stones are not fun. Zero painkillers for a kidney stone. And that shit is, oh, devastating. It's water, 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 water. You got to practically drown your ass in water. So you just pee, 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 pee. And in a day or two, you usually pump that baby out. It's painful as hell, you know? Um, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, wow. Uh, that's the worst pain I've ever felt. I gotta say my, my AC joint second degree was not nearly as painful. This hasn't been as painful. Um, what other things have happened to me over the years? Got hit with a bat here, uh, when I was playing catcher when I was a kid I don't even remember how that felt because I was like seven, something like that. I was really young. Um, got like six stitches here. Don't remember how that felt. I know it hurt, but I don't remember if it was that bad. Um, no, but I, I try to stay away from it. And it's not because I'm afraid to get addicted to it or anything like that. It's just, it's not good for you, man. So... I just kind of stay away from it. Yes, sir. Spencer Diddenwood, he's probably going to get cut by the Raptors. I would pick him up in a so heartbeat. I don't know that he can. Cheapness? No, they're in the first apron right now. They can't sign anybody that was cut with a 12.2 uh, 
million dollar salary or, or, over. Over, they can only cut. They can only sign anybody twelve point two below, because they're in the first apron right now. That's what that's what Ira was saying though. Was when they're in the luxury tax, you start getting the aprons. That's where they start. They're gonna start dinging people. That's crazy. Uh, Dude 67, Ray Sosa, Josh Allen, Clutch Gene, 93% of the time comes out against the Dolphins. Yeah, it does come out every time with us. It does. And he is erratic with the ball. He's not really accurate. But he has his moments that when you need it, he finds a way and he does do it sometimes. You know, I hate to give him credit and give the Bills any kind of credit, but you got to give credit where credit is due, man. Uh, Dude 67, Alexis Palenzuela, Manolo... Chris Wilson is fishing. Big O, I'm here just getting fishing tackle organized. I like it. I like it. But you didn't invite me, bro. Uh, Manolo is there. Uh, oh, what happened to the foot? Just kidding. Uh, Big Nick, South Florida say he, made, he said something wrong to me. I took out his foot. <laughs> Heat seven finals and ten conference finals in the last 20 years, and we still wait and see. Wow. It's uh, it's impressive, man. It's impressive. It really is. And when you can get Jimmy Butler to actually shoot threes, that's crazy, man. I got to tell you, that is just absolutely awesome. It really is impressive. Oh, man. What did uh, Kryptonite, where is it at? It was down in the fours, and now it's at 5-4. So it went up to 6-2. Shot up so fast, man. Pendle's been in a big dip, dude. Big dip at three bucks, but it's a big dip. <laughs> uh, remember, Cash App or Venmo, Cash Big O Show. That is Cash Big O Show. You can make a donation, and you can send in your questions, comments, insults, all kinds of good stuff there on Cash App or Venmo, Cash Big O Show. NorCal says, Big O, the moment X-Factor demanded more money, I wanted him gone. I now feel that way about Wilkins. Uh, F that kind of player. Um, I love Wilkins, the player, NorCal. I really do. Um, But I have to tell you something. He is not Quinn and Williams. He's not a game wrecker. He plays very well. But he doesn't play like a $25 million player. And if that's what he's going to ask for, um, that's why I've told you that, you know, he's not coming back. I've been telling you that for a while now. You know, and I know other people that are on the beat and they're talking about tags or they're talking about contracts and, and all that stuff and they can't let him go. And, you know, people don't really look at it. Most of his sacks came against the bad teams. He didn't really come up big in in all the big games. Only one, and that was the Bills. And I almost feel that in that case, Sean, he loves to hate Josh Allen so much that that alone was his, like, maybe driving force to create the one play out of all the good teams they faced this year. And what do you think Chris Jones does in most of the big games? He wrecks it. And that's what, you know, Aaron Donald and that's what the top defensive tackles do. They wreck it. And, in fact, I would say Sealer wrecked more than he did. And he's going to make less than half of what Wilkins is asking for. 
because he makes around 11. He's going to ask for the 24-25 range. And that's why I tell you, you have to, like, compartmentalize your feelings for the Miami Dolphins and for Christian Wilkins. I love him as a player. You know, he's been a heck of a player for the team. Um, but sometimes you have to make tough decisions. And sometimes there are decisions that are just not fiscally responsible. And signing Christian Wilkins to that contract would be fiscally unresponsible. So you're better off trying to draft his replacement if you can with your first or second round pick. That's usually where you can get a defensive tackle and a pretty good one. So that's what I would do if I'm the Miami Dolphins. And that's why I keep telling you, and that's why I think a lot of people out there don't understand the cap situation, and they want to sell you the sensationalism of all these real cap issues, and it's going to be so difficult, and it's not, because you're eliminating Christian Wilkins' salary, you're eliminating X's salary, you're eliminating Agba's salary, you're eliminating Cedric Wilson's salary, you're opening up another 15 to 18 million by giving Tua a new contract. The amount of money that you are opening up this offseason will give you all the flexibility you need to re-sign the players you really need to re-sign, like Connor Williams, like Robert Hunt. Those are the players that you really need to re-sign. Okay, Christian Wilkins can be replaced. I know it looks impossible right now, but you didn't think you were going to replace Minka Fitzpatrick, and you did. Okay, and you'll replace it. You've got a great front office. All right? I know the coaching thing, they haven't convinced us yet on that part because they didn't hit on flow, and the Mike McDaniel thing is kind of teetering right now. Uh, and hopefully he figures it out, you know, for everybody's sake. But on the personnel side, I have 100% complete confidence that this offseason they will have the flexibility, they will have options out there in order to build back the team, and they can be a championship-caliber team. But it's really up to the coach more than the front office. I, I tend to think the front office will do their job. I'm nervous about Mike McDaniel now, you know? And I, I, I hate to, you know, I, I really hate to do this, but it's kind of been a trend for me personally. I don't know about you guys, but with Adam Gase or with Brian Flores or, well, Joe Philbin, I never believed in him from day one. So that one doesn't count. But it's happened to me a couple times that when I'm in year after year two, although I haven't gotten to that point yet with Mike McDaniel, I did get to that point with Adam Gase and Brian Flores that after year, once you, it started in year two, but once year two was over, I was convinced they weren't the guys. Okay? I'm not there yet with McDaniel because I, I really love his offensive mind. I, I I, I like the person, too, man. I, I just think there's a lot there with McDaniel that is just 
maybe needs to be a little bit more molded, but he showed me a lot of stubbornness this year, which scared the shit out of me, you know? And that stubbornness, that's a problem. You know what I'm saying? But um, I, I, I have total faith. The challenge of rebuilding this team can be done. And, and you know, the, the GM told you himself, 30 to 40% of the roster is overturned. So let's not get surprised here. You're going to miss players, and you're going to lose good players. And this one, and Christian Wilkins will not be the first player that's gone. Two years ago, I told you that, that Byron Jones would be gone the following season, and he was. Two years ago, I told you that X would be gone in two years. Okay? And I'm the one that told you that Christian Wilkins, for the last few months, I've been telling you Christian Wilkins is gone. I have not been wrong one time when I tell you this. Okay? I got a pretty good feel for what goes on in that building and how they think overall. And you're gonna and this is not going to be the last good player you're gonna let go because you're going to you know we credit I, I just started the show by crediting the Miami Heat for developing players for so long under Pat Riley and all kinds of players. But I'll tell you something that I'm going to take credit away from the Miami Heat, and I'm going to give it to now the Miami Dolphins, which, by the way, we have no business ever comparing the Dolphins to the Heat because the Dolphins haven't accomplished jack shit for decades. Okay? It's an embarrassment. I'm insulting the Heat by even putting the Dolphins in the same sentence with the Heat. Okay? All right? That's how much lesser of a franchise... The Dolphins are to the Heat. All right, let's just be clear on this. But I'm objective as hell. And there's one thing that I will say Pat Riley fails in constantly. He gets high on his own supply. Constantly. You re-sign Whiteside, you sign Deion Waiters knowing he needs foot surgery... Nobody's going to give his ass a contract. You gave him a contract. You give Tyler Hero a contract he doesn't deserve or belong in. Bam Adebayo is not really a franchise player, but you're paying him like a franchise player. You didn't make the tough decision a couple of years ago with Jimmy Butler, but now you've kept him. And, yeah, it's been a nice run, but you never found the other stars, so you're really never going to win a championship with this team. But, hey, Eric Spolstra will always overachieve because he's the best coach on the planet. Well, guess what? Christian Wilkins will, t- I mean, um, we finally have something we don't have with the Miami Heat. We do have with the Dolphins. We have a general manager that will not do that. He will not give you money if he doesn't think you deserve it. And he'll ship you away and he'll cut you and he'll let you go and he'll trade you away or whatever it is. But he, most of the time, will not overpay. And he'll take a hard-line stance. Doesn't matter if you're Connor Williams. It doesn't matter who you are. Christian Wilkins, oh, no, I want Quinn and Williams' money. Nope, you're not getting it. We're not giving it to you. And that's something that the Dolphins never did. They used to get high on their own supply, too. They were just like G-Money and the Cash Money Brothers. And G-Money was getting high on his own supply. 
And that's the Miami Heat. They get high constantly on their own supply. They develop people that are playing over their heads, and then they go and pay them. And they don't notice that every time they leave and go somewhere else, they never live up to any of the contracts that they say. Max Struess is like the first guy to live up to a contract. Isaac Austin was a disaster. Okay? Keon Dooling came here, got another contract from somebody else, never worked out. James Johnson, you signed him, didn't work out. Uh, Whiteside, you signed him, it didn't work out. You end up and, and you end up re-signing your own people, and then it burns you. Usually it burns other people when they sign your guys. Right? Right? They they sign your guys and it doesn't ever work out. Oh yeah, no, we'll take uh what was it, the uh, Jones Jr. or whatever, the the kid that was really athletic a couple years ago. And he was starting to play all right here, a defender. And somebody took him and gave him a little contract and you know, I give, I'll give the Dolphins credit in that sense. They've gotten really good at that now. They've gotten really good at that now. They've taken a hard-line stance, which I wish the Heat would do sometimes and not give some of these bad contracts like they have over the last – imagine, look how good the Heat have been the last four years with all the mistakes they've made. Derek Jones Jr. That's it. Thank you. Derek Jones Jr. So I, I give I give him credit. That's one thing right there. Oh man. Anyway, by Wilkins, if that's the case. He, he's gone. He's gone. I can tell you that. Uh Wilkins not gonna be easy to replace, and it will be Sealer's play. Yeah, nothing is easy, my friend. Nothing in life is easy. Uh, Go out and get Chris Jones. (laughs) Uh, Who are you going to replace X with and Wilkins? uh, And who are you going to uh, start the season for Chubb and Phillips? Well, for Chubb and Phillips, you got to bring back AVG and then get somebody else and then hope for the best there. Uh, Wilkins, we shall see, my brother. X. I don't want X back anymore. X is done. Let's not make it sound like X is this, this missing piece or anything. Uh, that was... Uh, X is not something you're going to miss. Okay? That's, you got to move on. He's old already. He's falling off the other side. If we have to rebuild the defense this offseason, then we have to take a step back next year and we can't afford that. I hope Greer realizes that. Uh, and then what are you going to do, Skyler? You got to make changes, dude. You're going to lose players. So. Uh, let's see. Uh, Greer only gets hurt players. You know, Lewis, um, you're probably young and you have no perspective whatsoever. Um, really, it's not that he gets injured players. Players get injured in football, period, okay? And there are players that get injured, and they weren't injury-prone. Connor Williams wasn't injury-prone, and neither was Robert Hunt, and neither was Austin Jackson. It's just bad luck, dude. Did Chubb have an injury history? Yes. Yes, and so did Teron Armstead. 
but it's not all the players. That's just the way it is. Dude, we traded for Hugh Green, and he blew out his knee. You have no perspective, Luis Benito. That's the problem. You people, live, some of you, right? You're either too young, you haven't really lived, or you, or you really don't take the time to just go look overall. Shit happens, dude. I, watch Marino talk about 92 when he had a chance and he blew out his Achilles. It's bad luck, man. Happens. You can't do anything about that. But it's not like all the players he's, re, he's signing are injury prone. Sometimes you have bad luck. And sometimes your players get injured. And the last two years, they have had terrible luck. But the years before that, it wasn't about injuries a lot of times. A lot of times it was about incompetence. But you're a prisoner of the moment. You're uninformed. And you have no perspective, Luis Benito. Because I can come up with countless of examples of just bad luck. AVG was not injury prone. And he just got injured on a tackle. And again, it... We're not signing a bunch of injury-prone players. Okay, and the other stupid thing that people say is, oh, the trainers. No, dude, it's just bad luck. And our bad luck's been going on for decades now, dude. Bad luck with coaches, bad luck with players, bad luck in the draft. Okay, we're the ones that picked Jamar Fletcher, not Drew Brees. We're the ones that pick Eddie Moore, not Anquan Bolden. We're the ones that are counting on Ryan Tannehill to either beat the Jets or the Bills at the end of the season, just one of those games, to get in the playoffs. We're the ones extending Joe Philbin on a meaningless win against the Minnesota Vikings. Okay, it's our fault. It's not a matter of, oh, you only sign injury-prone players. That's stupid. Teron Armstead is the only injury-prone player on the entire line. But the rest of the guys had injuries. What are we going to do? Shit happens. It's a physical game. But you make it sound like everybody's injury-prone, and it's, not, it's just not the case. And you make it sound like every year it's about injury prone. And no, the last two years have been, it's been brutal, dude. I'm not going to lie. But it's the same thing as the stupidity of, oh, we can't win at Hard Rock Stadium because it's built on an Indian burial, Indian burial ground. Really? The Marlins have won two titles there. You want to come up with more stupid shit? Stupid shit. Oh, only we sign only injury-prone players. Stupid shit. Oh, our trainers are not good enough. Stupid shit. Oh, we can't win because we're the stadium's built on an Indian burial ground. Come on, man. Enough already. All right? Just bad luck. Sucks. Sucks to be us. But it's nothing more, nothing less. Okay? You when you draft uh, a, a running back, and he kills himself, you know, what are you going to do? 
I mean, I, I can talk to you about 40 years of just train wrecks from Stojanovic and Uwe von Schaman or whatever, man. You know? So please, it, it just, you know, for those of you like Luis Benito, who are probably 25 years old, or, or you have no perspective, or you're just a prisoner of the moment. Come on, man. You know? Let's go. Let's, let's, let's get a little bit more intelligent here. It's almost like the Heat front office has been thinking like fans, but the, by buying the hype of their own players. Yeah, they constantly make that mistake, unfortunately. Love them to death, but boy, they get drunk on their own players, and it is terrible. Waiters, that was a, no, Waiters wasn't a bad deal. Waiters was a catastrophically stupid-ass deal. You knew the guy needed foot surgery. Why would you give him a four-year contract? The guy was a bum to, to begin with. He only played 28 good games for you in that stretch with him and, and uh, Goron, where he played out of his mind. And you gave him a contract based on 28-game performance, knowing he needed surgery. Nobody wanted his sorry ass. Nobody was going to give him anything. And sometimes, some of the things that he'd have done lately, it's, been, it's really un-Riley-like. Oh, I'd rather have Chris Jones give him the money and not Wilkins. Yeah, but you're giving him 30-plus. You'll give Wilkins 25, but, you, you, but remember, you're going to give Christian, I mean, you're going to give Chris Jones about 30 to 32 million. Yeah, that's what he's going to ask for. Um, the only thing I worry about Chris Jones is how many years has he been in the league? Because he's already like, Scott. Yeah, and I feel like he's gotten his body beaten up already, and he's got his titles. And when he gets here, he's entitled. I kind of don't want that. I kind of feel like whoever gets Chris Jones next doesn't get the hungry Chris Jones anymore. I'm just saying, this is his last contract. 2016, so this is be his ninth season going next year. Or 10th. I'm not exactly sure. Is 16 his first? 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 10th season next year. This is his ninth. Oh, no, no, no. 24 will be, no, no, that's right. It'll be his ninth. I don't know. I don't know if I want to sign him to a long-term contract after nine years, and he's got three titles already. I, I don't know if I want Chris Jones at that point. I don't think I'm getting the guy that is looking at it like a brontosaurus burger and wants to attack it. I disagree with that one. You know? Uh, Big O, hear me out. I agree 100%. We got the best of him, and let's move on. Give Cam Smith his chance. Well, he's got no chance, no shot. He's going to get it. He's got no choice but to go out there and get it done. Okay? Uh, let's see. Well said, O. Uninformed. Yeah, it's just that whole injury stuff and trainer and stadium. It's just this that silliness that fans come up with that make – that have – like, it makes no sense. You know what I'm saying? Uh, people forget Byron Jones has never missed a game before he joined the Dolphins. Connor Williams only missed one game before coming to Miami. Jalen Ramsey was healthy before joining. It, it's just dumb. AVG was fine. Austin Jackson, 
You know, he was always a healthy guy. And then he had the ankle injury last year, and it screwed him up. It's just it's not that he's injury prone. We and we don't only sign injury prone players and only draft injury prone. It's just so stupid, man. It's just you have a couple of injury prone players. Yeah, everybody does, by the way. Every team has guys that have injury history, dude. That's just kind of the way it is. So you're not gonna you're not gonna stay with any of the Bozes? Right? Not get rid of them, right? Right? I mean, screw the Boses, right? They get injured. You've had an injury. You're not on my team. Exactly. That's it. Can't have the Boses. Yeah, they get injured all the time. Yep. Big O here with Shambi, my cousin. He says, hello. What's up, Shambi? Uh, need a setup meeting to talk sports and see some NFL sports grill in the future. Uh, Campos, you know my schedule, my brother. We're here every Thursday at Hialeah Park. You can catch up with us here. Uh, we are at um, Craig's Inn's Acura Pembroke Pines. You can visit me at any of our stops, my brother, uh, anytime. We uh, always announce where we're going, and uh, you can stop by and uh, visit us and, uh, and meet with you guys anytime, my brother. Come on by. Uh, Frankie says, I agree that not all the players he has brought in are injury-prone or have been big injuries, but there is a few. Chubb, Waddle. Waddle wasn't an injury-prone player. He had one foot injury. That's it. That's it. That's it. He didn't have big injury history in Alabama. He had a foot injury at the end of his career. And he, not only did he, he played in the bowl game. In that bowl game, he recovered and played in that bowl game, showing some amazing toughness. He had an injury, not on my team. Yep. Phillips did, and Tua did. Mostert did. Wilson, I mean, that's a backup. That doesn't really matter. So, you don't want Mostert on the team? You know, it's like, so it's just, I don't know. You're going to have to deal with injuries. That's just kind of the way it goes. Everybody's got them. You get you an just, injury, I'm letting you go. You just got to You just got to hope that you get the timing right and you're healthy at the right time and most of your guys are ready to go. And that's it. But you're going to deal with some. You get a cramp, you come to the sideline, I'm cutting you right there. That's it. Uh, we've been fans for a long time. Ricky Williams and Larry Zonka don't get hurt. Yeah, Larry, uh, it ended with a, a toe injury, ended his, his career. Nice job. Way to go. Again, you're young. You don't know what you're talking about. You just threw some stuff out and didn't realize that Zonka's career ended short because he had a toe injury. He was like a shell of himself the last couple of years. He wasn't the same. But that's all right, dude. Yeah, that's all, it's all good. You, know. you heard the cool thing they're doing, right? What's that? He's bringing out the trophy for the Super Bowl. Yes, I saw yeah, that. Yeah, because he was the MVP of the... 50 years ago. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Good for Zonka. I just wish he was doing it when, you know, for, <laughs> exactly. You know? I just want him to do it for us. Yeah, but we got injury prone. We're, you know, we just, yeah, exactly. Everybody's injury prone. Uh, the whole thing is uh, shot to shit. What can I tell you? What's that? You see your boys doing the Super Bowl party? What's that? Tua. What'd he do? He's doing a Super Bowl party with EA Sports. Oh, really? In Vegas, yeah. Nice. Yeah, with Darius Rucker and oh, I forgot the other guy. Somebody. Someone like a rapper, I believe. 
Uh, Zonka played 11, 12, 13, and 12 games four years with Miami and the Giants. And uh, he had injuries. He had the toe injury. And he ended strong with Miami in his final year, 800 yards and 12 touchdowns. He had four one and six before that. And I think that's because he was dealing with the stupid toe. Back in those days, O.J. McDuffie was not injury prone at all. And a toe injury ended his career. I used to remember turf toe used to be like one, worse than an ACL injury. Oh, when yeah. When some players used to get turf toes, like that was it. It was done. Done. Zonka's career ended because of that. No, no, but that's what I'm saying, though. But nowadays, though, people are playing with it. Yeah. It's one of those things to where yeah. the foot injuries were bad. They used to, bro, O.J. McDuffie's career ended. You know? Sucks. Yeah. Huh? But it, it, the thing is, the game's full of injuries, bro. Oh, we talk about Bob Kuchenberg playing with a broken back. Or it's 300-pound guys running into each other at full speed. I mean, do you not think there's not going to be a, That's the thing I don't understand. It's like everybody thinks it's like seven on seven. How can we, you get injured? What just, do you mean? It's just our last two years have been so injury riddled. But if you look at some of the other and teams, get, and if we're in Cincinnati, they lost Burroughs. Joe they Burrow, lose all the time. Nixon, they lose. I mean, no, you're but losing. Dolphin fans wouldn't want Joe Burrow. No, no, he can't be on our team. He's not on my team. He I mean, more games no. than Tua. I would not even drafted him. Joe I'm Burrow. telling you right now, I'm drafting the guy from. You people don't want Joe Burrow. No Why way. would you want Joe Burrow? Injuries. I mean, injuries. You can't have Joe Burrow on your team. I mean, he gets injured too much. I'm drafting right? guys from St. Thomas University. They don't get exactly. They don't get injured. Right. Luis Benito would never want a guy like Joe Burrow on his team. He gets injured too much. He's always injured. Why would you draft Joe Burrow? Always injured. A sack of injuries. Uh, Larry just got cut from the team. Who? Who's Larry? I don't know. He was injured. Hangnail. Done. Okay. Big O, I don't understand why Dolphins media are still talking about Vic Fangio. He never wanted to be here, so it's time to move on. Because they need clicks, bro. So they got to come up with any kind of drama and that Vic said this or Vic said that. Dude, it's so – see, the thing is, Devin, you normally are an incredibly logical dude, okay? You see right through the BS. The old geezer just took the job here because he didn't have a, the Philly job open at that time. Clearly, he was a consultant that year, and he didn't have a Philly job and he had the old lady on the west coast of Florida. So he said, I'll take the job. Then the Philly job opened up. The old man really doesn't want to be here. You see that. I see that. They're all set in. He's an old man. He's set in his ways. God bless him. I tell you guys this all the time. I'm 57. I'm set in my ways. I don't want to go back to radio at all. I don't really have any intention on ever going back to radio and working in the corporate world. I'm tired of it. Why? Because I never was a puppet for them in the first place, so it was a fight for me for 30 years, and I am never going to be a puppet for anybody. So I'm not going back to working in the corporate world. I'm setting my ways. I'm happy here. I'm happy work. I'm ecstatic working with Sean. And doing this for three years and connecting with you guys ways I could never do it in the corporate world. So I'm setting my ways. I like doing things my way. 
And that's what Fangio wanted to do. God bless him, dude. He's reached a point in his life that he can call his shots. And if he doesn't want to be here and he wants to be in Philly and they want him, then go for it, dude. I have no... Devin, you and I, we're not missing him. We're moving on. It's cool. He did his job, and you move on. You can't say he was a bad coach or anything. It wasn't his problem. I, I have more issues with Mike McDaniel than Vic Fangio any day of the week. And I'm sure you feel the same way, Devin. But the media in general, they got to go after clicks, bro. And they write a lot of bullshit that makes no sense, and it's just a whole bunch of drama and sensationalism, just like the cap crap that is going on. It's not a cap crunch. As I've told you, it'll get tighter next year and then impossible two years from now. Okay? And I think I lead you guys down the honest path with the Dolphins more than anybody that's on this beat. More often than not. For 30-plus years. Because I don't need clicks, dude. Don't need it. Don't need it. Don't care. Okay? We're going to get our following. People are going to listen. They're going to download. They're going to they're going to support our show either way. It doesn't matter. Cuz the people that follow our show, they get to know me and they know exactly what I'm all about. And I'm just as a straight shooter as it gets. Just cut and dry to the bullshit. All right, our number 2 is next is uh, David Fronis, the man, the myth, the legend ready to go. He is. Let's go with our Welt and Realm Miami Dolphins report. Welcome to Caneswear. New store, new items, same great experience. Family owned and operated since 2010, Caneswear has the latest merchandise from the Miami Hurricanes, Miami Dolphins, Florida Panthers, Inner Miami CF, and more. Come visit us at our store in Davie on University Drive, just south of 595, huh? or online at caneswear.com. Caneswear, the spot Miami fans shop. 